0: wrap in for the ultimate super coach podcast. It's time to win your leagues
1: and dominate your mates.
0: This, this is, is the, the jewel, jewel position, position podcast, podcast, hosted, hosted by, by Whisperer, Whisperer and Adrianasaurus. And Adrianasaurus. <laughs> Well, well, with many teams having the bye week uh, in over last couple of months or so, I thought it'd be a good idea to take a bye week for myself and Mr. Saurus. last week. Had the week off, come back uh, fresh, revitalised and good to go. Um, mate, in the last two weeks, the rank for you hasn't gone the way you want it to, but very confident for yourself heading into this weekend next week with numbers moving forward.
1: Yeah, it's... it's- <laughs> It's an interesting time of the year, obviously for all coaches, and where we kind of so box got out. I'm, I'm a professional at the old buys. Uh, we've had lots of curlies, haven't we? Heaps of curlies. in. I mean, I don't think you brought in Mitch Moses last week, did you? So um, there's been it's been harder, I reckon, um, than we probably expected. We've had you know players just go down that we. We're, we're starting to build our numbers to get into these buys. And even like Ali Gatoa, I brought him in and got a bad score and then he's not even there this week. So it's been a hard old um, sort of buy schedule. And like we found out last, um, after the last buy, the following round was extremely hard. And I reckon it's going to be even worse in round 17. So um, it's exciting and scary and not going all you know, all, all uh, roses, unfortunately, for me. But, um, you know, it's, it's fun nevertheless.
0: Yeah, round 17 is looking like an absolute struggle. Uh, on one end of the spectrum, you didn't have the greatest week last week. I was the opposite. I had a pretty decent week. Um, we'll touch on those in in you know due course, but there's been some big news from around the league, so let's wrap that up. Damien Cook owners look away because our broken jaw at the hands of Tino, uh, gone for about six weeks, and I'll tell you what, there were a couple of people that had the uh, the old Damien Cook, Reese Robson double, and they're they're very much up shit creek.
1: Yeah, well, people, you know, were like rejoicing. Cook owners was it, because that was after, wasn't it? That game when, uh, you know, going him instead of you know once Abby got picked and then Appy's down and everyone's like, oh crap, I lose cook and then people were like yeah, i didn't go cook i've gone robson and there you go he's off i reckon actually you know the model that they've had in the past is appy and um cook i don't know if that worked for new south wales but i just love i think i like robson and cook as a combo i think it's going to work well
0: he's a real he's a real goer rolled,
1: reese robson he's a, he's a footballer that kid He's i hear about it from st george fans every bloody week why the hell did we get rid of robson
0: Speaking of one uh, State of Origin superstar to another, Luke Brooks uh, looking like he's done a grade two hammy, um, which is, I think, the same grade as what uh, Cleary did. So, probably looking at around that six-week mark, um, not huge for, uh, for Supercoach, but... Appy and Brooks out. It uh, does leave Buller owners. I mean, Buller owners, that's, it's probably fucking everyone listening to this podcast and owns bull at this stage. But it leaves us sort of wondering what his production is going to be like. I uh, still think he's got a low enough break even to be a hold. Um, Cody Walker had the quad um, out last week. Thankfully, he stepped in as my captain, uh, which was a, a real boost after VCing uh, Ruben Garrick. So walk us yeah, out with a,
1: How the how the hell did you? Why did you <laughs> go, Ruben? After what we saw in Senna? Because before?
0: I had no one else. <laughs> it oh. was it was him or Nick Meany, and I was like, do yeah. I really want to leave my vice captain? I, I literally had no one. I was messaging Aman um, during the week because originally I had Cody VC Moses C, and I was just yeah. Cody was out, and I was like, look, AJ. I ended up benching AJ, and I was just like, look, Garrick's the only one that I've got. And sure, we'll chuck on him and obviously, yeah, pay dividends. So that worked well yeah, for me. I was me.
1: like looking at it. I was like, oh, I'll just VC um, Hines into, you know, I'll go either a Gutho or I'll go a Hopgood for a safety. Then I realized, oh, well, I have no way to loop. So yeah. I might as well just pick between him. And I went Hines and that's two weeks in a row now because obviously Cleary the week before and I've got Hines last week. So... I can't buy a bloody captain for the life of me, so I really need something to land nice this week.
0: They're pretty important, those captains, uh, double points. Um, I think for the last fucking five weeks you've been sprouting The Branko Lee will get injured train eventually, and your wishes, I would say, have come true. Uh, looks like he's done a calf. No rough ETA on him yet, but our boy Valens Tavade could be uh, quite a handy downgrade option next week if this is anything serious for Brinko.
1: mm, Yeah.
0: Yeah, so not much more to say. Branker gets injured. Uh, the sun will rise tomorrow. It sort of goes hand in hand. Um, so when Cobo misses Origin with that hit pointer, he just hasn't recovered fully from it, um, which sees Xavier Coates come in. And JMK has re-aggravated that AC joint, which is sort of annoying for me because I do have Reed Marnie who is out next week with the bye, and JMK was going to be my down or my my option to move on from. Um, so yeah, uh, JMK being out isn't great. It looks like he's re- re-aggravated the AC. So he is definitely one to monitor. NRL Physio says that you can play through these pretty easily. It's just a very, very painful thing. It'll probably require injections, um, but no long-term structure, structural damage from him. Oh, Round 15, we learned a lot. Uh, actually, for the first time in about six weeks, I've got more than 10 things we're going to talk about today. So let's head into the round that was in round 15. I don't know. I, I feel like I never had this thought, Ado, and you tell me as well what, what you were thinking about him, but I was seeing a little bit of chat about three or four weeks ago about potentially selling Jake Preston, and I just I always thought he was a really good fifth 2RF option down the line. Um, he cemented himself as a keeper for me.
1: Yeah, well, that's right. I mean, when you look at these players, I guess we get disappointed when they're not going as well as they might have started, like 70s and 80s. But with him, he's sort of been 50s. And and I don't worry so much about players who do that, that occasionally go 70s, 80s, and blah. Um, you know, the dogs have been disappointing this year. But he, remember, he's a, he's a rookie. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see rookie of the year. Actually, I was literally about he, to
0: say mine, mine probably goes to Preston. I don't know. I don't think Hopgood qualifies because I think he may have played more than three games. Um, but yeah, mine but... for Preston, it sh- has to be. Yeah, I mean, who's another rookie that's been? I mean, Luffy Cam Pereira, but he's sort of been in and out. Um, I'm just trying to think, like, of some some cheapies that we started the season with. That yeah, I mean, apart from I think Preston's yeah, been I a real. I think he's
1: been a good stronghold, and people who sort of were patient with him and and held him, I think it's going to be um, a benefit to them.
0: I never like admitting I'm wrong because, as we all know, I am never wrong. However, uh, and I probably I think you'll probably admit this too. We absolutely bam. Bastard Moses traders in a couple weeks ago when they traded from from Moses or clearly to Moses. Uh, you and I said it was a very dumb trade, but we probably have to eat our hat here. Um, but also goes hand in hand that Moses owners have been absolutely stung by Freddie. Uh, it feels like it feels like there was Heinz Reynolds and Moses to pick from, and the third choice option that everyone thought would have been picked was the one that gets named. Uh, mm. And Moses, yeah, if you did go on Moses, I mean, I jumped on him last week and.
1: Yeah, um, I didn't. I just, yeah, I held Cleary because I was like, I, I've been hearing chat and, and from even Fitler how much he loves, uh, you know, loves Moses. And I kind of really thought that it was a disservice picking Nico as the utility. I thought they got that wrong. Um, And do you pick him? I, he, if, I think if he would hadn't gone picked on the bench there and done that, you know, been brought on for that little bit of time, he probably would have been a better chance to be picked. You know, just on how great he's been going on over the last couple of years, but I think actually the big key is somebody who can kick him out of trouble and stuff, like Cleary can. A good long kicking game. Moses um, has a
0: good kicking game, to be fair to he him. He does.
1: He has a really good long kicking game, and I just think, um, you know, they match him in a lot of ways in there, and they just can't afford to drop in that area. So I think that he's a really good pick, Moses, and he's obviously in pretty good form. So he very
0: much is. Uh, the notes here: I've put Mitch owners stung by Freddie, Nico owners loving Freddie. Uh, Hines has been left out of the team um, for whatever whatever you think is the right or wrong call for Supercoach. It's absolutely a goldmine. The question then becomes: When Queensland eventually take this two 0 do what does Freddie do? Like, does Freddie revert back to Hines? like? Do you give all three fucking do you give all three halfbacks a run, or do you just stick with Moses? Because clearly he's ruling himself out for the series. Mm. Like, obviously, I'm not just like Nico Hines is the buy of the week, absolutely. But how much faith can we put in him that he is available quite often? Um, if he's if he's available in round nineteen as well.
1: Yeah, I think probably. I mean, look, if they go out and get rolled again, um, this week, are they going to really punt, um, you know, yeah, Moses, Moses uh, or? You know, because that's the thing with the New South Wales—they make all these changes all the time. And is 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 um, Cleary going to be good for for Origin three? I don't. Think no, so. he's, I think he's rolling himself out. So it's basically to the yeah. halfback, or he's he's not in the team, as far as I'm concerned. No matter what happens in this game, and um, he he's a scary watch this week after missing out on the team. Yeah. So I think even for this play, and you probably want to run home with Nico. There's too many pros in yeah. just getting him in and and just going all right. Well, if he gets picked, I mean, you brought in Moses last week, and then you like have to roll the punches. He's gone this week, yep. so. Um, you know, bring in Nico, play him this week because I think it's a strong play, and you probably wanted to finish the year with him anyway, yeah. so yeah.
0: it's um it's a it's a weird one. Like I put I posted this on Twitter. Um I sold Nico three weeks ago, and since then he's gone ninety and forty-three for a two round average of sixty-three. Now I think that probably works for both sides. I mean I'm happy to to not to, to sell a guy at nine hundred K that only scored sixty-three. However, mm. however, if you held like, you've got to be happy with a 63 considering the two tough matchups that he had. Obviously, if you captain him last week, like certain people on this podcast, you won't be over the moon with him. Um, but still, like, a overall 63 with two tough games. I think it works for both teams, but absolutely getting him in. Uh, next point is Hooker. Mate, it's a fucking wasteland. It's, it's, it is grim. Uh, Cook yeah. Cook and Robson and Grant all off at Origin. JMK's injured uh, mm. and end on a bye. Appy's injured. I, I mean... Fuck, we're in round 16 and we're talking about Wade Egan and Reed Marnie being the best hooker options. This is well, worrying, worrying Jake stuff.
1: Jake Simpkin, because uh, obviously know. Appy's out for a decent amount of time and Simpkin, you know, he's shown... I'm a huge De Silva fan. He's, I, 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 with I, some minutes, he's I, got a bit of super coach aptitude.
0: Mate, I, I honestly didn't think... Look, I brought Jake in back in round eight as a downgrade option and also a bit of a meme. I didn't realise how fucking crucial he would be to my side. Uh, we're now halfway through the season, and with, with Cotter at origin, Granville's looking like a, a decent hold. Simkin, I am happy to let this one go through. I, I understand yep. people love the idea of a cheap hooker. I don't see him as a big-minute player. Um, I yeah. also am a huge De Silva fan. As a Tigers, uh, Tigers fan myself, I think he's a really, really good footy player, and I'm keen to finally see him play.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, look, if, if there was anything decent in there, like a, a Robson or a Cook, you know, if happy had survived, um, I know there was rumours that Cook would have been in. I might have traded Harry Grant, but I think after watching Harry Grant last week, I just decided, well, I'll take a shit bloody Sonny league yeah, score yeah. Um, this week and just hold Harry. Yeah. Um, with Turbo in the
0: team, Garrick at centre is totally fine. Uh, Manly, uh, Turbo's looking like he's back to full form. And I understand they put a score on the Raiders who didn't play well. Uh, and they put a score last week um, and they, they just look like Turbo he's obviously not back to 2021 form but fuck like he, with him in the side with Cherry Evans in the side like they're gonna put points up and Turbo fit they're gonna put points up and it doesn't matter what side of the field Garrick's playing I mean he kicked nine goals last week that's 36 points just, just in goal kicks alone um, yeah. and yeah he just looks really involved and yeah, really happy with his 170 points or whatever it was um yeah. AJ. AJ without Cody. It's just, it's just not him. It's just not it. Uh, if Cody's ever out, I just don't think you can have faith in playing AJ. Look, if Cody's out and Trell's in, you can play them. But if both Trell and Cody are out, I, I just don't
1: think you can play AJ at all. No, I don't think so. Uh, we never, You never could. You needed them to be scoring shit ton of tries. You needed the ball to be flinging out there. and Cody Walker's the best left side player in the comp. So it, Well, in the comp in a long time, probably. So... Um, he is essential to Alex Johnston, and a lot of people say that if Alex Johnston wasn't in the, on the left side of South, do they reckon that you could put, um, you know, who's a shit winger?
0: I reckon I could score, and this isn't taking the what piss, I, this isn't taking the piss. Whisper on the wing. I honestly think I could score five NRL tries on the wing. Yeah, I, South. I,
1: All you got to do is catch and just fall I've just got to be fit enough to keep up with the play, and that's it. Um. But now the thing about um him is though he's a happy he's a good piece if you've got five or six pieces that you can move in and out mm. of your match sandwich, up. Yeah, he's worth 645 Um, People obviously, I mean, I think someone who's alluring this week, particularly with Nico back in the team, is Ronaldo. who's having yes. a really good year as yes. well. Yes. If you need the money, you know, could you trade AJ to Ronaldo? I mean, I prefer to sort of trade others. If you can get rid of a croaker who's at the 4'6". You know, if you've got a bit of cash to do it, upgrade a mid-piece because I really think um, in certain games with Latrell and with um, Cody, you want AJ because he's got the potential ceiling on him. But um, look, I don't I don't hate it if someone needs the money and they want to go straight over to a Roddy because he, he's a try scorer too, averaging 70 or whatever for the year. Exactly. Trades, good
0: are, good trades are super weird this week because I don't love Freddie Kroger because he's a warm body next week. And for me personally, I'm going to be short on numbers next week. So put a 55-whatever like, last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, oh, okay. But yeah, just on AJ, I actually think he's only got three weeks left to being relevant. They've got the buy this week and they play 17, 18, 19. Uh, the buy in 20 and the buy in 26. And then from 21 to 25, the drawer is putrid. So, I mean, AJ's a guy I'm probably going to be looking at moving on in round 20 myself. So he's probably only got three weeks left. So if you did want to move him on now, I think that's perfectly fine. Um, Gutho without Dylan Brown. Oh, I mean, he, he was involved and he was everywhere. And Nico Hines will be my best in of all time this year. I brought him in and he got 180 and I captained him. Um, so he Ooh. will never be topped. Boy, I bought Gutho last week, Edo, and yeah, very, very happy with the King's performance on the King's birthday. Yeah, mate. Ooh, three, three tries in about 20 minutes, and he set, uh, set one or two of them up. I think Yeah, he, I was up
1: against uh, Savs in a, in a head-to-head, and he captained Gutho, and I was just like, you fucking bastard.
0: I was strongly considering it, but then I realized that then I'd have to sort of reserve Buller, who played the first game of the round, and I never like messing up my bench order that much, so... I mean, Mm. I'm happy with the, with the Garrick VC, but, um, yeah, Gutho without Dylan Brown. Definitely, yeah,
1: but, definitely well, a goal. What about, what about Gutho with Moses this week?
0: What about Gutho with fucking Dijon Arsi and Ryan Madison in the
1: passes? Maddo, I don't know if his arms are small enough to be able to do passes left. I, and don't, right. think, I, I don't
0: think. I don't. I did. don't think a, a like a 5 jersey would fit him. Like a number six, I think that is two two sizes too small. <laughs>
1: I'll tell you what, Maddo will do. He'll do a job. He's got really great yeah. hands. He was he, a and he, he obviously started as a six. I was going to say he was a six at the Chooks when he was a junior, wasn't he? Yeah, and I don't think that he's going to stop running as well. I think he will take runs. Um, he's got great ball play as well. I reckon he'll lay up and try this try. Maddo is going to score what Maddo does Um, this week. I'm sure of it.
0: Obviously, you're sitting here in a Raiders shirt, so you might be able to explain this one better to me. What the fuck's going on with Joe Tarpany?
1: Well, what the fuck, mate? I, honestly, <laughs> I was there live at the game, and I just reckon... um, What the hell? Ricky Stewart, man. And even after the game saying, oh, it was more important to get um my home game than get the two points or make the eight or whatever. Something He's just, I think he's losing he, a couple of cheese. The cheese is slipping off the cracker because, I mean, look, Papa, Papa Lee is playing terrifically well. He was really our P- best He was
0: off, a PPM think I think he scored 98. He had a try, but I still think he played like 45 minutes or something. He was ridiculous.
1: What the hell is, I mean, you need if the more minutes that you can play Tappany. I mean, Tappany I mean, still t- played t- 62 play minutes.
0: He, he still played 62 minutes. So it wasn't even a rotation. It just—I don't know what
1: happened. Like you guys obviously got steamrolled through the middle. It was the worst. It was the worst game to watch live. Honestly, it was. Do you think the occasion just got the better of it? Um, Look, I—I really—I felt. The reason why I went down for the game, because I was like, look, I'd really like to have been there. Even if win or lose, um, it's a momentous thing. And I, we did. We stayed after the game. And he got chaired off. And for the um, yeah. for the relevance of it, it didn't really matter so much about the win or, or loss. No, it didn't. Um, but I, I've just not thought the Raiders have been going really well. I think they've had a soft draw. And I just think on form, the Warriors have been in better form. And Sean Johnson, as a Raiders fan, I know he... Friggin plays these games against the Raiders. He loves playing against the Raiders. So hey. I had a little feeling in my bones. That's why I sort of hooked up fun things to do with the business. That wasn't the game. We stayed an extra day so that I could get stuff out of the trip. No, SJ, but, SJ. But, um, hey, the this. Raiders, the Raiders, um, their draw is not as kind towards the end of the year, but this has been the kind draw. So I think they've overachieved and I don't love everything that I see from them, unfortunately. And, Um, when on this run home, you want, uh, you know, probably a Haas and a, um, Tino. And I reckon the difference between, um, you know, Tappany, um, and Tino, you got to make it, you got to make a trade in there if that's the case at some point.
0: I think the perfect time is round 20, uh, Raiders have the buy. Um, yeah, you're buying, you're buying Tino and or Haas off the back of an origin backup. Um, but I think one down week of those guys is worth the hold. I did make a tweet today that if you don't own Haas or Tino, I prefer Tino as the buy, um, just because his buys will be done. And there is a listener question around the Titans later on in this episode that we will touch on as well. But um, let's move into buy, hold, and All righty, buys. I mean, it's pretty obvious. I know he's owned by 49% of the super coaches, but people like myself who traded him out, um, we be, we've been presented a gift Uh, With Nico Hines, we we have, I mean, traded him out for, you know, an average of 60, which, you know, as we've touched on, it's good and bad for both owners and non-owners. However, now is the perfect time to buy him back. I understand he's going to have a very, very high break even, but who gives a shit when it's Nico Hines? Absolutely. I don't think you have any, um, you know, I don't think you've got any rebuttal on Nico Hines as as a buyer this week.
1: Nah. When I look at this week, there's probably two people that I love, love, love for this week. It's Nico Hines and it's Joey Manu in fullback. Yes, a lot of people have been saying oh, I was going to sell Joey Manu. We obviously you wait for this week now, and you may want to move him after this week. Um, but you want him this week. Um, so those are the top two guys I reckon you have this week for the ceiling. Doesn't mean they're necessarily going to score the highest points, but those are the two that I'd be the most scared of.
0: Yep. Uh, another buy, obviously Clint Cartherson. We've touched on him. Uh, probably goal kicks as well. I think he is the second, the backup goal kicker. I think I've seen him take a couple of shots when Moses hasn't been there. Um, So Gutho, uh, yeah, off the back of his great performance, he will be the main man in this side. And yeah, definitely looking at picking him up. Uh, On the run sheet, I did have Eli Katoa, but I wrote that before Teamless Tuesday. He is not a buy, unfortunately. Um, But Britton Nikola is, Britton Nikola with a 55, with a sin bin. So 65 points in 70 minutes. Uh, oh, sorry, not 70 minutes, because you got in right at the end. But still, 65 points in a team that got fucking resold. Uh, Nico Hines is back. Nico Hines is going to be very scary. Uh, I'm going to be a very, very brave man to not have Britain Nicola in my side, despite the fact he does have the buy next week, which isn't ideal.
1: Yeah, well, next week's going to be a tough one. So um, you've got to look at the teams that are on the buys, and, you know, I've looked at my numbers, um, and you've got to keep it, You've got to keep it in check. So, if there was a player that you were going to leave out, you know, it obviously could be a Nicora, you know, or it could be a Ronaldo Mulatalo. It can't be a Heinz, you know. Yeah. So, if your plans this week were to bring in Heinz and Ronaldo and you already have like a Nicora, you know, and you've got other teams on the bye next week, Origin, um, maybe you're not in a position to be able to do as as good. Yeah. Going as Gung, you know, on it. So, um, but the one I'd prioritize is is uh, Nico.
0: As it stands right now, I'm going to have seven out next week. Most likely will be five because I will probably look at moving on Reed Marnie, and Harrison Edwards. But still, five out is not great. Um, although, yeah, it, it is It is what it is. Um, the last one, bit of a pod shout. Big Shmoley, Helmo Oluwatu. Now, had the one good game on the weekend, but hasn't been in the most amazing form. However, he is going to be a warm body, and they are going to be crucial moving forward. Um, Big Schmole, probably not at the top of my buy list, probably not at the top of my 2RF list, Um, but he's someone that if you're looking to zig when others are zagging, um, we obviously know the ceiling that that Schmole has, so he could be worth... Would
1: would Would you be grabbing him or Johnny Bateman? Tell oh, me. it's
0: because Johnny Bateman has the same dilemma as Britton Nikita. They're both out next week, and that's the, the unideal thing. If your numbers are fine for next week, um is a, a purchase if you're you're lower Maddo numbers maybe. next week. Take a <laughs> Yeah, so, look, I just... I think... Bateman and Nikola are the, probably the, the targets. However, if you are lower numbers next week, then then I don't hate the idea of bringing in a, a Hamoli. And that's the reason why I was keen on bringing in Eli Katar as well. But obviously being ruled out with the eye laceration is not great. Um, moving into the holds, I think if you've come this far with JDB, you've got to probably give him another week. Um, he does have the buy in round 20. So you're going to get another three weeks out of him as well before sort of a buy period. He's another guy you could move to Haas and and Ortino, if need be. Yep. Another hold. Another hold is Billy Smith, uh, warm body this week. Had this sternum injury he suffered at training, but uh, yeah, all talk out of the Roosters' camp is he's, he's back this week, so he's a warm body. As is Jared. I mean, people are him actually. Yeah, yeah I, don't, no, I see. I see that. Um, I'm just like, uh eh. He's
1: got a fifty, and he's not as been, been as good in the last couple of weeks as he was at the start of um, the first two games. But uh, I do hear that he was in that game. Last game, he was injured, so. I'm willing to give him a chance. And he we, he's shown that he can score an 80, you know, so um, what if he does his best stuff, why would you be selling a, a warm body, a starter?
0: Yeah, and that's the reason why I'm pretty much on the whole Jared Croker train as well. Now, yeah. I know that he, you know, he's made some good money, Jared to toots, but he's a warm body next week. And this is why I find it so hard to trade these guys out. If you're struggling for numbers as it is for next week, probably not the guys that you want to be trading out. that's why I said earlier, trades this week are a little bit of a awkward situation, just because you do have the overlo- uh, the the overlooking buy of next week and and how we're sort of looking at things moving forward, um, JMK I think as a whole, just because AC injuries you can play through them, it's just a pain tolerance thing. It's not a performance thing. It's just a, a pain thing. Um, yeah, J- I mean, JMK, thing too.
1: if you've got no uh, um, Harry Grant and and Cook available, um, Robson was the only other one you'd probably want. You know, like yeah. um, I reckon you just. Hold him if you've got another playable option. I mean, I'm, I don't have a second playable option to Harry Grant. So, you know, if you've got, um, if you, if he's there, uh, I'd, I'd hold as well. Because he's one of the good options to get out this year in a pretty dead area.
0: I know it stings because we spoke about all sort of buy period leading up the Parramatta cover 13, 16, 19. Mm. I know it stings for people like myself, especially that bought Mitch Moses last week. But I still think he's a hold. Uh, plays, uh, I can't remember exactly who he plays, but he plays someone dog shit in uh, round 18. So he is a guy that I will be looking at holding as well. Uh,
1: yeah, I just, I mean, that's actually, I, I floated that on my solo, um, that that's a, a, an idea because who are the options that you're going to go otherwise? That's what probably I was going to say. Apart from, Hughes. apart from Nico, and SJ or Hughes, yeah. Oh, Hughes, yeah. Hughes I mean, has only had one good away.
0: game, really. I you know, an... but mm.
1: I've liked a little bit of what I've seen from Hughes. Um, he was in an interview saying, Bellamy said, stop this shit, just start running and do what you do well. He scored pretty well since then. Yeah, um, that's true. And also, you've got to think about guys who are going to be a, a nice small jump back to Cleary. So I think Moses and Hughes and SJ. Well, get... What are you going to do with Cleary? Because he's back in round 20. Are you
0: are you going to give him a a, a a week or two? Because by a week or two, it's round twenty three, round twenty two. You've only got a month left of footy, so like, what what are you going to do with? Because if you go look at the sharks run, Nico Hines is a must have, absolutely locked in. And then the question is, how much faith do you put in Cleary? Um, do you give him three weeks to to get that price even lower, or, or are you sort of looking at getting him straight back in once named? Yeah, oh
1: yeah, oh, I don't know. It depends. What round he actually makes it back in and who they're playing. Because I, there's these guys that you're just like, I'm so shit scared uh, of not having them up against this opposition, you know? So, um, and look, those pair of Panthers, mate, they've really warmed up in the year, even without him in there. So, um, yeah, I would not like to not have him. I've moved.
0: There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care.
1: on this week as well but my whole thought is by having bank and having a, a play, player in there that's not going to drop too much cash um you know to get him back to Cleary so um you know you've got these well maybe in the case of Moses because he's got a ceiling on him as well so that's the thing I don't think Hughes does and I don't even know if maybe um SJ does you know not not compared to someone like Cleary so I would be I want him back I want him back because he's a guy who can go 180 200 you know um yeah,
0: fair, absolutely fair. Um, and yeah, moving to the cells. Uh, Dylan Brown. Now his next court. There was a little bit of confusion over this. His next court case was three weeks from the day of his last one, which was last week. So we're still another fortnight away from knowing anything. The way that the NRL handled Jack DeBellin, um, that was very lengthy, obviously, and the NRL have employed their no-fault stand-down. I don't know if we will see Dylan Brown play footy again until there is a court case settled until there's hard evidence to say that he's in the wrong or in the right. Um So I just think, yeah, move him on. Fafita is a, I think Fafida is a case-by-case case one because he's a guy you do want back. However, it's a lot of cash to find to get back and you're banking on the fact that he is going to come back from Origin and play 20 minutes off the bench like he did after Origin won. He does have... He does,
1: a... If he does that, he's going to lose huge cash yeah. and people are just bringing him back in. People are selling him because they think that that's going to be the case as well. I really think the answer on Fafida is have you burnt trades? If you have yeah, yeah. Um, and you own Fafida now, don't sell him because you can't afford the trades to get him back in. You, yeah. can't, you can't be that cavalier with your trades. I mean, people are even doing that who've max traded and stuff with Cleary. And I think that's a bit long. So yeah, you might get lose a lot of cash off David Fafida, but if you already have him you know, the cash doesn't matter because you're going to just hold him for the rest of the year. Yeah, it sucks that other people are going to probably get him cheaper. And when he's out of Origin and scoring well, you're going to probably play him, yes, even if he is picked after Origin to back up, hoping that he doesn't get what he did last time, 12 minutes or something. Um, and that might hurt us that own him and play him. But you just, you got to look at it, your trade situation, I think.
0: I also think you have to look at your team situation. If you can afford to arrest to him, absolutely don't sell him um but yeah you just look at look at what you can do with the with with your team structure and your trades um but yeah moving forward also think Cleary pretty pretty clear sell uh we've got more time frame on him it's looking like around 20 around 21 sell so yeah move definitely move Cleary on um also on trades just for people to have a little bit of insight on how I'm thinking I have 13 trades left after making my trades this week. Um, I'm kind of looking at having seven trades from rounds 21 to 27, which is one trade a week. Hopefully mm. by 21, my team is nearly all but settled. I'm uh, well, not settled because with buys it'll never be perfect, but you kind of want to have a good core of players, and then you're making maybe one trade a fortnight just based off matchups. So... Yeah, that's how I'm sort of thinking. um, Yeah, I
1: thought I'm going to be saving heaps too, but I've had to fucking use them, haven't I? Because everything's gone to shit. If you can, um, uh, handbag.
0: obviously, I think boosts are overrated. Blah blah blah. Um, But if you have one, definitely keep one handy for round twenty-seven because there will be carnage come Teamless Tuesday. Mm. Um, All right, let's move into the host recap. Um. Yeah, I had a good week. No two ways about it. No hiding behind it. I had a fourteen twenty nine, which is nice. Um,
1: vice captain Garrick. Who kissed on the dick this year? Like I'm doing <laughs> things that are logical and all this shit. You just what have I done Drake. that's been you so put logical? It on, <laughs> put it on Garrick, who was dog a Ritz, Yeah. Head, you know, because he was the only one that you could, and you just friggin' landed it. You know, like. Oh. Uh, it just gives me dick, yeah. You know. Anyway, but uh, you know good luck to you because you deserve it. No, I I don't even care. I don't Thank care. you. Thank you. Good sir. I don't sir. need to win money or anything. I just, well, I'm not, I just like to win some cashies at the very minimum. I'll keep, I won one out of 10 last week. Yeah. Well, I, I am like, the, I the
0: one I, I care about two comps. Um, One of them isn't head to head. One of them is a pod masters. Obviously you and I are both in that and rank is the most important thing. Um, I think I'm second in that behind sabs, which is nice. Um but the other one is my $250 SC Whisperer comp because yeah first prize is like fucking four grand or something. So um kind of hoping that we take that one out and we can donate the money to a really good cause. Um but yeah $14.29 of a vice captain on Garrick, um bought Gutho, bought Moses, had Buller, um still had some stinkers in there, still had Josh Schuster, um Tarpany stunk it up as well. Uh but that takes me to just outside the top one K at a thousand and seventy. Um, you, on the other hand, did I'm score. such
1: a brave person for being here after what I did last <laughs> week. The week before, we didn't do one. Uh, oh, 1, yeah, because you. Oh, sorry, yeah, because
0: in the week before, we both captained Cleary, um, mm. and then you captained Hines this week. So mm. just,
1: Two in like, a row. Grim. Yeah, yeah, two in a row, which stinks. Uh, I was off to a great start because I had bull when I saw him do that beautiful run. What a nice try, too, by the way. What about um, the fend on yeah, fucking the Tino? For me, AJ, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I was, uh, oh, you Um I was, you know, I didn't have a lot of options. On the bench, I had Ben murdoch who scored 27, and Sunny Luke got a call-up, and he scored 19. Whoa! So I had to play eight. I had to play AJ, um, and I knew that he wasn't going to do as well. Uh, the commentators miscalled it and said that he was, did the tap back, but it wasn't. It was uh, the center, and I was like, oh, at least I'll get the tap back. The try, assist. Try, ki- uh, try assist off the kick, but it wasn't even him. Um, so, yeah, I got him. I, I got Harry. I held Harry in the 123. He was nice. That, that helps. Ali Katoa, Katoa with the 12 points really stung, um, and, and uh, Schuster, like you as well. I had Harrison Edwards, who I played. Um, because my other two options were Sonny Luke and Ben Murdoch Basilla. Obviously, the captain was the one that really, really hurt. So um, I did contemplate even putting it on Harry, but he's just been so flat. And I was going to go meanie. That was who I was going to go... if I did have also, to make,
0: fuck but, Nick Meedy. by the way. How do you score 50 fucking points and you score 63 points? I own me. I was sitting there going, like, how are you only on 63 when, when all the other spine? Uh, Munster had 100, Hughes had 100, it, Grant had 100. He's
1: the goal kicker, too. Yeah. So, I mean, look, um, there wasn't anything else, really. I mean, I, yeah, I played Croker at his 300. He got 55. That was fine. Tuppany really is odd. And, you know, Manu hasn't been going great. Um, you know, so it just that was, changes uh, the, this week. The captain. Yeah. If I, if I'd have got your, you know, st- I got an 86 as captain, you know, with Nico's update and you got 320. There's the difference. So uh, a bit more landed three. A, landed some captains this yeah. year, probably more than me. I reckon probably two by now or three. Um, And it's really hurt me. So you now I've done two in a row and I really want to just land a bloody good one.
0: Yeah. Obviously the, the highlights and Nico, I uh, captained him for 180. And then obviously vice captain looped Garrix 169. So yeah, that always that it does help. Uh, no no two ways about it. Um, but let's move on to more pot, more <laughs> It's iconic because we're moving into the captain's challenge, which is something that you've struggled with getting right. So let's move into the Captain's Call this week. Uh Callum Ponga, uh, as a vice captain straight up could be definitely an option. Obviously with this week you're getting a free loop. I would take seventy five. Seventy five I would I would definitely take. Um Ponga, Manu is the big one for me, Ado. You're huge on him this week. I'm also huge on him this week uh, at fullback, which is lovely. Uh, he's definitely a VC option, as yep. is Gutho backing up, as is Garrick backing up. Uh, Buller is oh, an issue. No turbo. Bula, yeah, no, no Turbo, so only only worth the VC shout this week. Um, Buller is definitely an interesting one, definitely one to watch with no Brooks and no Appy. Nick Meaney, definitely worth a VC look as well. Uh, but I've got two Sharks boys highlighted, um, or sorry, three Sharks boys. You can pretty much pick your left edge here. Uh, Hines, Talakai, or Molotalo. All three of those guys, I think you're going to have big ones. Talakai, it's a good thing defensive points mean nothing for Supercoach because boy, howdy, he was a turnstile on the weekend. Um, but yeah, definitely some Sharks boys. I want to be in and around that. Uh, but it's for, me, it's, it's for me, it's Manu and Hines. I don't think I'll be moving off that. Um, how about yourself?
1: Yeah, I'm going to go probably Manu into into Hines. I think it's it's the easiest way to go um, on ceiling. Um I like some of the ones that you mentioned in there as well, but they they're the ones I reckon you can go the big daddy Yeah, hundreds.
0: Manu Manu see this is the thing like with Nico Hines at captain and Manu at vice captain. We know Nico's probably going to come out and fucking brain it. But if Manu scores 85, like, it, like are you taking that or are you going to risk it with Nico?
1: Oh I've had two shit ones in a row, mate. So You're just gonna bank some uh, points. I've got to, yeah, I've got to pull the, the 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 fence in as a much smaller number. If I saw eighty five, I think I'd take. Mate, that in it your was, current like, situation,
0: like, in your current situation, if Manu
1: gets forty five, like fuck it, we'll we'll just take it. Yeah, money goes, money goes above sixty. I'm gonna <laughs> take it. Um, no, but that's the thing too, though, is um, I don't want to let it affect me from having a a a good look at it. And I I think you should always go cheaper. You should go a lower number in the in the buys you know, than you would normally. So, um, I'm a kind of dangerous player and I'm in 12,000 overall now. So I think I probably would still go to Nico for a bounce back. If anyone could go back and score a big daddy hundred, it's Nico. So, um, and he's, you know, these low games have been an anomaly. They're not the norm. So, um, I'll have a look at Manu and see what he can do. If he goes 85 and above, I'll have a bit of a think about it, depending on how the rest of the round's going.
0: It's still, it's still really close. I mean, you're 600 points behind me. Um, that doesn't seem like much, but that's a Garrick VC, and there's there's half of that gone,
1: um. Yeah, and that's, well, that's ten thousand ranks. Of little light moves, you know that. Um, do it, and hopefully you just shit the bed in round seventeen, and I just. Oh, mate, I've already, I've already uh-huh. planned, and I've already planned,
0: sail. I've already planned to go to the dry cleaners because my bed will well and truly be shat in uh, in round seventeen. I am fucked. Uh, but hey, let's not let's let's live in the good times. Let's live in let's let's remember the the fourteen twenty nine yeah, that we we'll scored. a
1: bad time. but well, yeah, we won't talk about future bad times. Let's just you know concentrate on what we're doing now, eh?
0: <laughs> exactly. Uh,
1: let's move into the
0: trade talk. Um, pretty simple one for me. Isaiah Katoa to Nico Hines. Fuck, I am glad to see the back of Katoa. Um, but we are still 100k short of doing that move, so we need to move uh, another option. And it was Fafita to Eli Katoa, just to um, help with the numbers next week. But that's put a fucking knife in my back. So it's going to be Fafita to Britain nikola So we're going to bring in two two Sharks boys. We brought in two Parramatta boys last week with Gutho and Moses. Uh, we'll bring in two Sharks boys this week and just pray that next week isn't too awful. Um, I'm probably going to trade out both my Bulldogs boys next week in Marnie and Edwards. But yeah, to recap, Isaiah Katoa to Hines and Fafida to Britton Nigra.
1: Yeah, those are solid. Um, for me, I'm going to be going the Hughes route. Um, obviously, you know, there's it's not without risk, but I really think without Munster in there this week, Hughes could go off. I like him in these rounds where he gets to be, you know, he just because sometimes he can. Obviously, Munster's a big name, so sometimes Hughes, I think, sort of takes it back with seed if Munster's on, but I reckon he'll go large this week, and I sort of think about this week as a nice, solid play. He scored okay last week as well, so that'll stay in his rolling average. And I think about um, a step later back to Cleary. Um, the other move that I'm going to do is going to be Katoa, out. Now, I could sell Ben Murdoch, Musilla. I could sell Willie Army. But both of those guys, even though they're shit, they're handy to me because I've got movability between second yeah, row forward and front row. And he's my last piece down in second row that I can do that with. So if I get rid of him, I can't do that anymore. And Willie Army, I've moved him so many times in all of my trades. Cause they've been handy. I've been able to sell center or, a um, you know, or a second row, or I've got Josh Schuster, who I could bring to second row. I've got Manu now I could bring to five eight. So it's been quite handy. So Katoa out um, Schuster back to second row Manu down from center up into the five, eight position. Cause I'm just going to hold him. Um, and I'm going to bring in uh, Ronaldo. Ronaldo, yes, love that. Who's so a Ronaldo in? For love, me. And it that. actually gets me nice bank because I'm thinking about um the next buy where my front row will consist of Edwards and Ben Murdoch was still currently. Ooh, so you love um, that. I've got some bank to be able to upgrade Edwards, which you, you talked about in your future moves as well. So I'll be able to do um get you know, get at least a front row. Yeah, like I, a, I don't have the bank. Know, a, I, don't,
0: has- I don't have the bank anymore. Thanks to Eli Coutelle banging out. I was really banking on picking him up for a hundred k cheaper. Um, it would give me like 200k in the bank and then I was looking at, you know, going Edwards to a Haas or Edwards to a to a 10-0, but can't do that. Um, let's move into tips because obviously we didn't give an update last week. Uh, I gained one on you and then this week you gained one back on me. So as it stands now, you're on 74. I'm on 67. Your 74 is actually 72 if you take out the bonus points for the... I keep
1: mentioning that counts. <laughs> if you have a, a perfect week, you fucking deserve it. All
0: right. So 74 to 67. So you're seven clear of me. Um... All right, let me pull up the draw. Oh goodness, I don't have. Okay, hang on. I'll have to. I have to do this on the fly because ESPN hasn't updated for next week. So round sixteen, it Is the Cowboys taking on the Panthers in Townsville. Fuck. Um. No, nah, I was gonna say I'm to just at like the Cowboys, but but Cotter and is yeah, not great. Too many out. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, give me give me the Panthers, which is no, not fun.
1: Yeah, I'm going with the
0: Panthers. Well. Uh, the Knights are a dollar favorites, which seems baffling. And then again, the Roosters have been poor. Um, uh, give me give me Sandon Smith to lead a Roosters revival. I'll take the Chooks.
1: I'm taking the Chooks too, actually, because they need to win. Oh, we didn't
0: mention Greg Mazu uh, can't set an alarm, doesn't know how to use an alarm clock, and uh, missed the team bus, and he's been dropped for a week. <laughs>
1: Yeah, hell. Which, which is, which is fun. A of people as well.
0: um, Parramatta up against uh, Manly. I I mean, you're missing Moses. You're missing Dylan Brown. You're missing uh, Turbo. You're missing DCE. I'm going to take Parramatta on the back of a Gutho revival.
1: Yeah, I mean, I just reckon you talk about the names out, and Moses is a big loss for them, and obviously Dillbags is out as well, which is a big loss for them. But when you take... Um, DCE and Turbo out of that Manly team. It is a big. I don't know, a,
0: mate. Big for that team. I don't know, man. Like Manly recruited re- really, really well, and and they have really good backup halves in, in Cooper Johns and Jake Arthur. Nah. <laughs> uh, the Tigers up against Melbourne. Uh, this is in Campbelltown now. The Tigers will be without Stefano Kamano. How? I, I mean. <laughs> Not even the front row to pick from the Tigers if you're going to ask me, but
1: I'm going to take the storm here. Yeah, I'm going to take the storm as well. Um, yeah, you know, you lose, you lose two big big players out of there as well, but I think they got enough experience in there and. Um, Hughes is probably the difference as well because oh, I think he's a quality player that's in that team that'll still get him around and they are looking a lot better, they absolutely did a number last week on the old Sharks I think um, that'll do them the world of good and I think that they'll bank the points in this game as well
0: I have very much fear for the Bulldogs in this game, the Sharks at Shark Park up against the Dogs, oh, I think this is going to be a good old fucking a good old fashioned beatdown
1: yeah, I think so. Um, look, the sh- after last week, they uh, probably had a rocket put up them, and, and um, you know, how nice for Ronaldo owners or Nikora owners or Talakai owners, even, you know, over the other side for Katoa, um, Rami and anyone that you owned, um, it's a, a gift, you know, to get Nico back after the last couple of weeks that he's had, the loss last week, missing Origin. I don't, um, and look, let's put a word out there as well. Nico is my favourite player, not just because of what he does on the field, what he does off the field. Um, he's an amazing player, and I really hope that this hasn't got him down into a, a rut. I don't think yeah, it will. Because-
0: I was literally, I was literally about to say, I expect a thirty from Nico or like a one eighty. I just think. It's going gonna, it's gonna to really... Because this is the first time Nico's really ever faced criticism um, in his career. It was a flawless season for him last year. A flawless start to the start, start of the season this year. Um, his leadership's now being questioned. His ability to lead a team is now being questioned. This is the first time that we've really seen Nico um, really have his, have his back against the wall. And I think we're going to see a, a lot of sort of who he is as a person um, this week. So I'm very, very excited to watch, to watch it either way. Uh, we have a couple of questions. Uh, a couple... I say a few. Um, the Discord was actually popping off with questions today, so I actually had to um, cull a few. But the first one, this is a bit of a, a bit of an off-topic one. Um, Clipzilla asks, if you could compare yourself to one current NRL player, who would it be and why, with reference to physical and mental characteristics?
1: Yeah, um, I'd probably be a bit of a... I'd probably be Victor Adley. <laughs> yeah. I'm a bit of a loose unit and I don't know really how to help myself. Um, I'm a bit of a roughie too. So, you know, at Magic Round, I was in a bit bad mood on one of the nights and the, and the missus was there because she was going to come and kick on with us. And all the way back to the hotel room, I belted two blokes who got in my face in the head. So I'm a bit like Victor. I'm a bit of a hothead. Um, and now on reputation, you know. ADO doesn't have any sponsors. You know, I'm a, I'm I will. A, I'm dangerous. I'm dangerous.
0: I will. I will say Tom Starling, uh, full of potential but never realised, and always falling out with the authorities uh, above me.
1: <laughs>
0: so that's yeah. mine. That's mine. Um, all right. Second solution: the Titans will be the first team to have all three buys done and dusted after this round. Are there any Titans players you would be targeting to get in your team? No, mm. I haven't had... Or well, Tino straight away. Like, absolutely. Yeah. But I mm. haven't had a look too much at the Titans run home. If it is somewhat appealing, I uh, really liked what I saw from AJ Brimson in his return game. It does have the handy fullback 5 duel. Um So, yeah, it could be a really good option to sort of move around if we, if we need be. Yeah, for sure. I love the way Big MoFot's playing footy and really good to see him as a Queenslander myself to see him get named uh, in origin. I think that's really, really well-deserved. Um, and if he's playing good minutes, then, yeah, absolutely could um, could get a could around a bit of MoFot. Um, Stees, he is a regular contributor to the podcast. Hooker is such a dire position. How's it looking for the run home? Uh, do we run with one premium? Does it have to be Grant? And when are we looking at getting him back? Now, I think back to our Hooker preview back in February 8.0. Um, we basically said, Harry, Grant, in a perfect world, you sell in round nine. And you buy back in round 20. Um, hmm. He has a pretty uninterrupted end of the season. And obviously that round nine to round 20 is quite interrupted. Played well last week. Um, but I think round 20 is when to buy him. But yeah, Hooker is sort
1: of grim. It is. Um, and, you know, it's unfortunate for... I mean, who, who people are this, you know, all the good ones that probably could get a good score are out. You know, people will probably bring in Simkin this week and he'll score a 70 or 80 and and, and I'll play a Sunny Luke and get a 20. So that's, that's going to be the win that you have in there. Up until this bit last week, Harry Grant has been going pretty average, you know, um, you know, for someone like um JMK to be in there. Look, I hope to get to a point where I've got really good bank maybe and get um rid of this Sunny Luke. And it, if it's not Cook or Robson, I'm just not going to bother in there. I'll just not play him, you know, and just I'll, I'll be a one hooker person. But I think you can do that this year because there's not a lot of options in there and not a lot of ceiling. Yeah, no, you it, know? it so does feel like that. I'm just chasing, you know, ones that can go bigger. Yeah,
0: it does feel like that. Um, the last question of the podcast this week, and the last thing that we will do, is a question from Jesse Walker. Who are the go to centre wings that cover this round and round nineteen? Now, ADO, the teams that do cover um, sixteen and nineteen are Parramatta, the Sharks, the Bulldogs, and the Tigers. Now, straight away, Ronaldo Molotalo, a guy that you brought in, um, is a guy that I think you have to have. As is probably. If you can hold his spot, I don't hate Sifatallakai. I just, I think, I love that they're, I love their run home. Um, I mean, Jacob Karaz I've seen a bit of love for, but since he's returned from injury, it hasn't been the greatest. Since he's returned from injury, he's gone 39-53, 49-52. So it's just seeing like it's just base stats for him. If the attack picks up, fantastic, but I don't know how much faith in this Bullock squad I can put. I mean, I would load up on Sharks assets, but the problem is they have the buy-in next round um which is the you know the crucial round for for numbers
1: yep yeah i, I um brought in Nicker a couple of weeks ago i've always wanted to have ronnie and particularly after the season he's been having i really wanted him in there not as jazzed on like a ramian or, or a talakai myself but um i think you just got to tread carefully because we obviously have an upcoming buy for them um but you Know they're good ones to to target, yeah. and, and like I said, you, you know, I don't mind you know, if you're going to want to grab a bateman, he's going to be there for both buys as well, and, and the games following as well. So, you've got like other options if you're not going to go those guys, but um, I reckon it'd be probably a scary watch, uh, you know, players like Nikora Talakai, yeah. you know, and and that this week with with Hines back into that team,
0: absolutely, absolutely. Well, I feel quite refreshed after having a week off. Uh, you probably feel. Less considering the rank, but I reckon you know, over the next fortnight we'll see a, a pickup from the uh, part of bananas. But uh, mate, thank you so much for joining me once again, and thank you to everyone that has me in your ear holes listening every week. Uh, it's very much well supported. Just wanted to quickly have a side note I've seen some people, some messages from people, um, criticizing me for not replying to some DMs. I am very sorry, I can't reply to every single DM I get. I do get a lot. Um, That's why we have these sort of forums to try and answer your questions and give you guys a space to to chat. But I do try and answer as many DMs as I can. I can't get to them all, so I am so sorry. Um, However, that's enough from me. Um, I have been the coach of the Ramsey Rehabs, joined, as always, by SC Adrianosaurus. You can find our stuff in the links below. Um, But yeah, big things are happening. Uh, Moving week this week, I think it's going to be crucial with 16 and then 17. 17 seems like a really crucial week.
1: Yeah, it does. And and also, like, um, you can't even just look at it in, in, in its circle of what it is because everything you do now has so much relevance to weeks after as well. You can't just go, oh, I'll just bring in old mate because he plays this week. Yeah. You know, it can't just be simple like that.
0: Trades are thin. Planning is key. Uh, we'll try and help you out next week and every week moving forward. But as always, thank you. Good night. And we'll see you next week.
1: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things.